First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Well, reporting this morning that the International C- Criminal Court still believes our government has a duty to arrest the Russian President Vladimir Putin if he comes here for the BRICS Heads of State Summit in August. Earlier this week, the International Relations Minister, Dr. Naledi Pandor, gazetted regulations which grant all of the officials involved in the BRICS Summit diplomatic immunity. As I understand it, that means they can't be arrested. The gazetting comes ahead of the BRICS Foreign Ministers meeting, which is happening here this week. The Department of International Relations says this granting of diplomatic immunity is routine. The International Criminal Court has issued an arrest warrant for Putin, saying he's wanted for illegally moving children from Ukraine to Russia. I should remind you, this is quite a complex issue. Nowhere in the world has a head of state been arrested by another country, and we are still signed up to the ICC. (laughs) Professor Andre Thomashausen is an emeritus professor of international law at Wits University. Professor, good morning. Yes, good morning, Stephen. Good morning, listeners. Do these regulations signed by the minister granting diplomatic immunity to officials involved in the BRICS summit have any bearing on the arrest warrant issued by the International Criminal Court? Well, this is an interesting conflict between uh, different pieces of legislation. We have the implementation of the Rome Statute of the International Criminal Court Act, number 27 of 2002, that instructs the government to uh, to comply with any requests for an arrest by the ICC. And the DA has just launched a court application um, where it, it wants to obtain a court order uh, stating that the government is obliged to arrest Putin the moment he, he sets foot in South Africa. Um, on the other hand, we have the Diplomatic and Sovereign Immunities Act. And it is common, very normal practice that whenever um, that of course all diplomatic missions in South Africa have full immunity and whenever uh, heads of state or representative of another government come here that they are granted the same immunity. I guess the DA uh, will reason that the the special statute guaranteeing the implementation of ICC instructions will prevail and possibly the court will agree and then we have a very difficult thorny situation for the South African government uh, do they flaunt a court order and and comply with general international law and the Diplomatic Immunities Act and grant the immunity, or uh, do they actually then reason with uh, with the BRICS partners that the BRICS summit uh, should maybe rather be moved to another country, or that President Putin shouldn't attend in person? Um. I would have presumed that when Omar al-Bashir was here, he was head of Sudan at the time, he was the president there, that he would have had diplomatic immunity too, because that was also an AU summit. So if the courts ruled then that he should have been arrested when he was here, would it follow that we should still arrest Putin if he comes? There's a very important little distinction that um, the arrest warrant for Bashir was issued on request of the United Nations (coughs) Security Council. And it was held that because of that, because of the high authority of the UN Security Council, Bashir's immunity had been lifted by the UN Security Council. But the arrest warrant against Putin was not issued on request of the UN Security Council, but simply on the own initiative of of the ICC prosecutor. So that difference is, is significant. Uh, But more significant, Stephen, is what you mentioned just now, AU, BRICS, these are regional, these are important, large international organizations. Uh, The BRICS, after the enlargement, which is supposed to happen at the summit in August, 
will count um, more than 30 members. It will be far larger and far weightier, far more important than the G20, for instance, or the EU or NATO. And, um, and it should enjoy actually the same privilege that is, for instance, granted to the United Nations in New York. Uh, the people attending a United Nations General Assembly meeting are immune from any interference. They have the right of free passage. They can come and go to New York on their UN business. And maybe South Africa should consider passing uh, rapidly now a new act of parliament granting the BRICS and the BRICS Secretariat and the BRICS meetings the same statute that, for instance, the UN enjoys in New York. Sure. Um, in the past, our international relations minister has said that, that, that her understanding of the law was that Putin would still have to be arrested. Um, but to just through the stroke of a regul uh, the, the, the stroke of signing regulations, basically to give him diplomatic immunity, seems somehow quite an easy to solution to what we understand has been a very difficult problem for government. It seems almost too easy. I realize nothing in this is easy. No, it's not. And and just the routine granting of uh, immunity under that act uh, wouldn't wouldn't invalidate the special statute that implements our duties under the Rome Statute of the ICC. So there is, there has also been consideration in the Department of Justice to amend that act, that 2002 act, um, to to create an exception, to create an exception, for instance, for for meetings of international organizations in South Africa. But I don't know how far that process has gone, and uh, there will, of course, be resistance in Parliament against this. But uh, there is, there is the unfortunate situation that South Africa is now between two hard stones, or as the British would say, in a pickle. Um, the smallest member of the BRICS are suddenly at the center of a big international confrontation between America and its rules-based order, where they try to determine anything that happens um, on this globe, and and the rest, which is about 70% of, of, of the world, uh, India, China, Russia, Africa, uh, South America, that have all refused to implement sanctions against Russia, and um, none of them will want to execute a warrant against the head of one of the most powerful states in the world. This is actually a little bit of a, it's just a political provocation. Um, it's like somebody saying, let's have an arrest warrant against President Biden. These things... Uh, border on the ridiculous. Professor, I realize you're a legal person and not necessarily an expert on international relations, but if you look at everything happening around the world right now, are we arguing about something that won't happen? Do you think Putin won't come? No, Putin has declared publicly that he will definitely come and attend the most important summit meeting of the BRICS, because it will determine whether the BRICS moves from a smallish uh, five-nation uh, consultation forum to a regional international organization comprising about 30 countries, amongst them um, some of America's most important allies, like uh, Saudi Arabia and Turkey, um, with an economic weight representing about 80% of the world's GDP. So the birth of this new BRICS is, is very significant. And I can sympathize with a widespread feeling in South Africa that the DA is actually completely losing its 
its national, its allegiance to the national interests of, of South Africa by, by going to court and trying essentially to prevent this BRICS summit from taking place in South Africa. Professor Andrea Thomashausen, thank you very much indeed. It's Professor Emeritus of International Law.